The Jet Set Breakfast on SAFM. Destination unknown. It is a real pleasure to have this man in the studio. I mean, a good couple of years ago, I'm trying to just remember, about 2012, maybe 2012, I think it was, there was an album that was released called Umlilo. And as I was saying to Bongazi Wimabandla, I still think that that is one of the finest albums that came out of the country uh, at that time and probably even now, if you think about it as a first off album, what it meant for him as an artist. He's in the studio with us now, and uh, I want to say thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's uh, been a while. It's been a while, but I yeah. feel like I sort of talk to you and then you move on and then we talk pop again. in again. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, you move yeah. On. I want to... I know I'm releasing an album when I talk to you. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so I want to ask you, you we've just played a, a track off the new, new album. Yes. Noba Bangatini. Yes. And I read this really interesting thing that spoke about how um, the producer of the album, Tiago, and we'll talk about him in a moment, he actually recorded all sorts of things, bits of wood falling, yeah. um, steel planks being dropped, a glass yeah. bottle being thrown against the wall. Yeah. Talk to us about the mix of those kinds of sounds with that particular album. Yeah, um, uh, we were recording, or oh, we were rehearsing uh, near the CCFM in Maputo. Yeah. And while we were rehearsing, they were actually breaking down this wall. And that's, we decided to create that, you know, the base of of, of, of the song and, and started from there. Yeah, Tiago is super creative and he does things in, in such an interesting way. Yeah. And that's why I'm also like um, not only a good friend to him, but just like just an admirer and like somebody I look up to in terms of being so artistic. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about Maputo. We're going to talk about Tiago in a moment. But I want to take you back in time. And we were like uh, just talking off air now saying <laughs> how I remembered you um, or had read the stuff about how you used to go to church with your mom. And you were like the great singer of Boys to Men tracks. Mm -hmm. And yes. so I was saying to Ndosh, do you think he'd ever play us a Boys to Men track? Oh, <laughs> If I can't even yeah. remember. Like five lines, I dare you. As I mean, shot. it's not a boys to men, but this is one song that I used to love that nobody could could could, could make me stop. But so let me In I'm, the church. No, this was a very R and B out of the church. This is probably <laughs> the song I knew how to sing first from like the beginning. This is my favorite song, so let me try it for you. <laughs> if I should stay, I will only be in your way. So goodbye, please don't cry. We both know I'm not what you need my jam <laughs> anybody who can pick that up at this time of the morning I've got yeah yeah to well, you. attempt to well, <laughs> pick you it, picked up. it up baby. you picked it up 
Bogazi Wimavandla, thank you so much for joining us in the studio. Thank you. You take us back to um, a time when you were much, much younger growing up. And uh, yeah. you mentioned a bit earlier to me how your mother is a librarian. Yes. Which does make me think... I'm always interested to know what mamas bring to their child's life. I mean, also fathers as well. Yeah. But often they they add something that then takes you along that journey that you start to tread. Yeah, I mean, my dad was never in the picture, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my mom. My mom was always like, I was, you know, a friend of mine said, like, you know, you need to give it up to your mom for really finding like what you were good at and yeah. nurturing that and realizing your talent. And I guess it's something I didn't really, because she was just my mom, I, I yeah. just took for granted. But yeah, my mom from a very young age, um, she was also very creative in her own way. I think had she been born at a different time, I think she would have been an artist herself. Yeah. Also beautiful voice, much oh. better than mine. And... Uh, yeah, I remember when I was young, I told my, I think I saw something on TV and I told her, yeah, I love to do this. And she said very gently, like, well, if you want that kind of life, um, <laughs> you must work hard and, you know, and achieve your dreams. But yeah, my mom's always supported me, you know, taking me to art school, yeah. buying me a violin, um, taking me to to music lessons. Uh, buying me paintbrushes and paints. She's always just been like, yo, let's do this. Let's try all of it. We'll yeah. try the music, we'll yeah. try the painting. I know you tried the acting. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. You talk about the um, the going to art school, and I know that you, in fact, went to Lady Grey yeah. um, in the Eastern Cape. Yeah, I did. Um, Arts Academy. Yes. And we do need to go to a break. And when we come back from, from the break, I want to talk to you about this idea of how creativity is so integrated so there's there is theater but there's there's the actor in yeah you. yeah there's the musician yeah in you, yeah but there's yeah. also the artist and i understand that you've been sort of dabbling back in, in yes. visual arts again yes yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> when we come back from the break i want to hear all about it okay <laughs> the jet set breakfast on safm destination unknown we've got bongazi Wimabanda in the studio and uh you know, when an artist comes into the studio and they bring a guitar, you have to be in awe of it. Because, you know, for me to be able to say to Bong Ziwek, yeah, just play a track, any, you know, whatever. And then you just pull it out. I mean, it talks to bravery. And I'm wondering, is that a, there are not many people who will just do that. Yeah. Some people find it difficult enough to just talk on the radio. Yeah, yeah. But to yeah. just be able to, like, put that out there. Is that something that you learned that you maybe learned at art school? You went to Lady Grey, the Arts Academy in the Eastern Cape. But or is that, do you think that's like a natural gene in you? Yeah, I think, you know, I'd listened to an interview of India Ari back when I was in the Eastern Cape, and she had brought a guitar into the studio. And I remember just like how much I just loved that. Like, she's not just going to talk, but she's just going to play. And yeah. so I've always thought, like, if I, if I get, to, get to the radio station, I'm going to bring my guitar. So that's where I got that from. And there's no fear there. Do you do oh, you feel fear? Oh, of course. I f yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very. I have a lot of anxiety with, with performing. I get do you? super scared, especially like the last like ten five minutes before a show. It's like I just want to run away. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I am. I am. When you went to school, I, I did hear that you actually 
thought of yourself, rumor was going to be that you, you actually wanted to be a visual artist. Yeah, that's how, like how did that shift happen? I don't know. Actually, it was in matric. After when I finished matric, it was either go to Johannesburg and and study acting, and um, or go and maybe to Rhodes University and um, study painting. I regret it sometimes. Do you? I do. I do. I do. I do. I look at my friends that are visual artists, especially Tinga Samson. Yeah. Great. Like, and just, his work. Yo. I mean, you can't buy it now for love or money. Yes. Yo. And like, I just, like, I'm just in awe. Also, I think sometimes what it takes to, when you are a visual artist, you can sort of like push your work and mm. like keep yourself a bit of a mystique and have a sense <laughs> of privacy. And in music, it's, it's, it's not like that. Yeah. 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 You know, um, it's funny. Uh, someone once loaned me their Tlinga Samson works just yeah. to put in my house many, many, many years ago. And then he wanted them back again. Yeah. I was always so disappointed by that. <laughs> by, by the, within the time that the loan happened and to the time he took them back, the, the value of those works just went yeah. gone. It was like amazing. Yeah. It was He's also incredible. an amazing person. He's oh. a good friend of mine. Yeah. And I'm also saving up <laughs> to own <laughs> one of his paintings. You need to write a song about him and then he must give you a work uh, yeah. for sure. You know, um, I recently read an article uh, by Sean O'Toole, who's, a, who's an arts writer, and he was talking about the role of sound and yeah. the visual arts. Yeah. And then I read something in The New Yorker about the sound of grief. Yeah. And I started to think about your work and how the narratives of your work are so intricate. And so it's not simply that you're singing a song. Yeah. I mean, we spoke a bit earlier about the, the different mixes of sound that you've had in terms of production. Take us back to those early days, um, Umlilo, yeah. and, and working on that. Because you did that with, um, it wasn't Tiago, you did that with Paolo. Paolo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So Paolo, Paolo of course, from um, 340 mil as yeah. Tiago, also from, from 340, 340 mil. mil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were talking earlier on about my early work. Yeah, when I listen to it, I guess um, it's hard for me to listen. I hardly listen to that album because it really takes me back to a time in my life where, you know, I felt and things were not really together and I was trying so hard to be an artist. And you can hear in the voice, you know, the sort of um, desperation and um, almost naively, naiveness. Yeah. Um, and it just takes me back about a lot to, uh, to when, what I was uh, going through at that time. I also, I didn't really know what I was doing <laughs> back then. So but you can... You, you, you can hear that, but that's what makes it so yeah. freaking... That's the sound. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the sound of grief, but that's the sound of... Fear and insecurity, of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that not something we all feel all the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a super bear as well in the way it sounds, yeah. you know. I think as you get used to singing, you lose something. And I think back then I had this like rawness that I could I could never be able to repeat, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that wasn't a time. I mean, 2012, that would have been around the time of like, I mean, it was when Simpiwe Dana was kind of pulling out yeah. 
and there was and there were, we yeah. and Tundee swimmers were yeah exactly um, uh, what was Zabalaza yes, Tra- Trans Sky Moon was yes, the, one, was the, the one track yeah, yeah uh, which was extraordinary. I mean, there was a lot of stuff coming out of the Eastern Cape at that yeah, time as well. Yeah, yeah. What, we, what, we, what was your sense when you sort of entered that, that industry in a way? You know, I also had, didn't plan to, to be an artist. It's something that I got to Joburg. I really met a lot of people. Simpia mm. Dana, MXO, oh, Slick Angel, Guani yeah. Experience, um, Male. Yeah. I was like... And like the music bug just like hit me, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and 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 and, and I, it was purely out of love. I didn't really think. I thought I'd write a song and it, it would play maybe once on radio, <laughs> and it would be great. And uh, so I was just really trying, but it was also a very difficult time um, for me. Yeah, I was really struggling to to figure out who I was as yeah. well i was struggling um financially to find work um yeah you were in fact working on generations i you was were, what was your character's name andy andy, andy on generations yes, Jeez. Execs. <laughs> would you would you go back and do that kind of stuff again now mm. um i mean i'll be honest that job actually it taught me a lot because yeah. i was so shy and like when people would recognize me, because if you're on Generations, you go to the store and everyone recognizes me. It was you. like, Andy! <laughs> and I would die. I would die. I couldn't, I couldn't, I would just like start like laughing, looking down. So, but it helped me to understand, you know, and it also, you know, helped me to pay for my demo, which is mm. these songs. Yeah. And um, yeah, it really helped me a lot. Also, hanging out with people like Connie Ferguson yeah. and Sophie Ndaba. <laughs> yeah, it really made me think, okay, it's the beginning. So we're going to go to a song, which is uh, the song of your first guest. Your first guest, and we have managed to track her down. And I think yeah. she was performing last night. As yeah. Said, Zoe Modiga, and this is her track. She's our guest, Bongzi Wimabandla's first guest in uh, the conversation. Yeah, my surprise guest. I told everyone. (laughs) Special guest. Morning. Zoe, we like we are so we are so proud of you that because we know you were you've been hectic and so to get up so early in the morning must be rough. So we want to say thank you very much. Thank you. And it is more than a pleasure for one of the greatest artists, I believe, of our time, Bungezio Maban. So I'm happy to be here and, and really to be in celebration of him. You know, I'm, I'm so glad what, that you say uh, that you think one of the greatest artists of our time, Bungezio. And then also just because off-air um, Bungezio was like uh, celebrating you, Zoe. So it, it's a, I think it's a mutual fan club. It definitely is. <laughs> But I suppose the question that one has to ask is, how do you connect to one another? What is that great golden thread that draws you into one another? I'll start with you, Zoe. Oh, my goodness. So (laughs) there is a way that the universe has always brought myself in into one space. I think we started by doing a photo shoot for something together. Yeah, yeah. And we just, we've always seemed to find ourselves in similar spaces, invited each other to each other's stages. I think yeah. it's just a soul connection and an understanding um, of the journey of music that we both 
experience as songwriters, as people who really want to be impactful through our music. Um, and I don't know, I just, I, I take such an affinity to Ubonga Ziwe, not just as a musician, an, incre- an incredible one at that, but also on a human level, you know. There was a time last year when he reached out to me to say, you know, I know how interesting this industry can be. I just wanted to meet up with you and say, look, I, I, I've got love for you and let's let's ride this until the wheels fall off. And, you know, just that kind of humanity for me is such a moving thing uh, and it speaks to the kind of person that he is. And I think that's what a lot of his music lovers also get to feel through his music. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I'm busy blushing here. <laughs> you are. Blushing, blushing, blushing. Uh, no, you know, but also for me, like we were talking now of, uh, like, if you've ever experienced Zoe, Zoe live, and there's something about about uh, experiencing Zoe's show and experiencing um, her sing and the technique. Oh my God, the technique. I watched her at the BMW show and she was playing this acoustic show and I was just brought to tears yeah. by just absolute beauty, absolute magic. Yeah, I, I think also I, I share the same uh, sentiments that this is one of um, our greatest artists. And, um, you know, I get comforted because I, I just think um, for me... Well, I feel like this is definitely one of the artists that we don't see enough, we don't celebrate mm, enough because she's absolutely amazing, yeah. You know, I want to ask you both, with something I was thinking about the other day is, um, Zoe, you mentioned about mentioned this idea of inviting each other onto each other's stages yeah. and meeting for the first time. There is this extraordinary um, hook that artists have when they connect with another artist that yeah. they get on with. Like you may not know the person from a bar of soap and then as you say, Zoe, well, you're in a photo shoot and you suddenly go, this person, it's, <laughs> it's I can weave something. I can weave a beautiful piece of fabric, musical fabric together with them. What's that all about? How does that work? Because you just go and then suddenly you're riffing together and the next minute you've written a song and the next minute the song's gone to number one and the next minute you're traveling all over the world playing together. I mean, what's that all about? Zoe, what, for you, how does that work? My goodness. I think there's a recognition of ourselves and other people, you know. Yeah. And there's people that you meet and you're just kindred spirits with them. There's just a soul connection and a, and a getting along. That is very difficult to explain, you know, mm. um, but it's so beautiful to be able to experience that, uh, especially with a person like Ubongeziwe. And, you know, Ubongeziwe is also connected with other kinds of people, you know, in other kinds of spaces in his own life, you know. So I think, I, I just think it's a human connection that, that happens from time to time and a beautiful one, a meaningful one, you know, where you're just, you care about someone, you can't even articulate it into words. You know, you, you rooting, you're rooting for them, you're rooting for the story that they have to share, you know. Um, so, I'm yeah, and I'm deeply moved by the ability to be able to connect with someone, especially in the industry, you know. Um, yeah. It's a very beautiful industry. It can be a very challenging one to be in and to be able to connect with people on a human level and knowing that we are turning through very similar things, but we're able to tackle it uh, together uh, because no man is an island. You yeah, know? So, so. Um, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I really do recognize that um, in Umabanja. I'm excited to really see what the years 
hold for him, what the years hold for us in community yeah. of each other through this gift. And yeah, you know, I wish I wish I had the answer for it, but I think it really is just that. You know, um, I, and I, I mean, it would be amiss of me not to to raise this, or remiss, sorry, um, and amiss, I suppose. Um, you know, you you talk about our humanity. You talk about our ability as musicians to to communicate and to 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 put things out there. And I really do believe that. I mean, I work a lot in the corporate world, and I do see the difference between the corporate world and the creative world, and how people engage and talk to one another. Having said that, it must come as a terrible shock when we look at the passing, or not the passing, the murder of AKA. Yeah. What does that mean to to you to see someone from your community uh, murdered, basically? I mean, it takes me all the way back to the years of Gito Beloye and much, much worse. Lucky Dube. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy uh, living in, in, in South Africa sometimes. You know, you never know when your life could go you know and so easily you know Mm. i just saw the video how quickly it happened and um yeah it's i wonder if this place is going to be able to sustain its artists you know if we're not all going to be trying to flock out of here you know just to be safe i Mm. guess um um and the funny thing, I was in Durban yesterday, so I was trying to be super vigilant myself. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, we, we do live in a very painful society. And, yeah. um, and I always wonder what it would take for things to change in our country. Can you make that change, Zoe? What's your take on this? Oh, my goodness. That question just made me so emotional. Um, I think everything that Ubongizia said about it, you know, it's such a challenging thing to deal with. I think we're all still trying to grasp what has just happened. Um, and I don't know what change looks like. That's the honest truth. Hmm. Um, in, in my music, I do try to affirm the human experience and the black experience. And I believe Mabanda does the same in his hmm. music. And a way of being able to love on each other, to get along with each other, you know. Um, there's literally a, a part in one of my songs where I say, you know, mm. the killings of, of each other is, is, is so unfortunate and it's actually not something that is of us, you know. So I, I don't know what the changes look like, but I do believe that our job as as um, artists are to reflect the times, yeah. you know. And yeah. I yeah. that myself and Umabanda and a lot of incredible artists try to do that, you know, in a way to better the human condition and to and to reaffirm that love that we should have for each other and that ability to see one another, you know. Uh, but I, I do wish I had the answers. Um, I just really hope that on a, on a human level we're all able to see one another. I hope that our leadership is able to help guide us to take us. the proper steps for us to see consequence when we don't see when we don't see each other. You know, and mm. when we don't get along, so um, yeah. that's a that's a good question. I love what you say about um, trying to understand what change even looks like, and I think that for many of us, we've been so held so tightly and been expected to hold ourselves so tightly because of what's going on. So it's constantly having to be resilient, and I don't agree with that at all, actually. But 
in that being resilient, it's like you shut off to what the potential of change could be. Yeah. And I was also going to say, and it's not just the murder, it's the hate, it's the... Mm. The violence, the aggression, um, um, the gender violence, the corruption, you know, yeah. there's so many things going wrong. It's, yeah. And I think it's, it, you know, the murder is almost like the last straw. But there's mm. so many things before that that are happening that I don't think we really address. We have to go to a break. When we come back from the break, uh, we're going to go to a brand new track. The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. First time ever on radio. Yep, and I yep. have to say, whoa, that's absolutely, absolutely <laughs> brilliant. What a fantastic track. It's a whole new, you've gone to a whole new level with that. Ukutanda uh, yeah. Wena. Yes. To love you. To hey? love you. Yeah. To love you lots. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Working with Tiago on that, you've, as I say, a whole new, like bringing in a whole new sound. Yep. Talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, I'm very um, grateful and um, uh, fortunate that I get to work with people that are, you know, they're, they're always challenging me, you know, to explore and to grow with my sound. Yeah, I was very against changing my sound in the beginning. I was just like, no, I know my sounds, you know, but it's, it's, paid off so much uh, that I keep exploring and I keep growing with my music and this is definitely one of those tracks that is almost introducing a new side to 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 my to me to me it's it's phenomenal I have to say I think it's freaking phenomenal thank you I'd add something else but I can't say that yeah yeah air. something so, with an f yeah basically <laughs> so you know I mean you talk about working and being, and you know, Tiago, as we said, from 340 Mill, working um, from Mozambique, Maputo, a lot of the time. You said, you spoke about how when you first did Umlilo, how terrified you were and how you could hear the terror. Yeah. Isn't it good, though, that he shifts you and makes you feel uncomfortable again so that you come out with something like this that yeah. just makes you go, man, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. No, we we actually have a lot of fun. And I think it's also when I started making music, I didn't really understand what a producer does. It's like, I mean, I'm playing the guitar, I'm going to sing. And there's a sound engineer. But I really understand. He's a great example of what a producer does because he really understands, like, can you record lying on the floor? <laughs> um, uh, can we record what does this? that sound like? yeah. We did a lot. Can you record outside in the streets? Uh, like, you know, can we turn off the lights in the studio? Uh, I want you to, you know, so it's like... And does it make a difference? It does, you know. When we you're do recording a, lying on the floor. Yes, we do. Uh, or can you can you be very back? Can you, I mean, with Imini, we recorded things on the cell phone. Yeah. Um, I just love that. And also we played with cups. Mm. Uh, filled a lot of cups with different sizes of water and yeah. we were hitting them <laughs> and I just I just I also love making records and being in the studio so he makes it so so amazing and so experimental and so creative and hopefully that also comes out in the music so we have to go to a break, but when we come back from the break, I want to ask you about about your words, the language, and the reason, because I was thinking about, okay, so umlilo means fire. Yes. So I was thinking about the fact that it means fire, and then we go on to 
Mangaliso, which means wonder. Miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder or miracle. And you yeah. know, of course, that Robert Mangaliso Subukwe, he, it was 45 years ago since his death. So yeah. I started to think about that. And then, of course, Imini, days. And yeah. just this one single word. Yeah. And how a title like that, a one single word can talk to, like the fire, the, yeah. the, the miracle or the wonder, and then, yeah. and then days. And yeah. each one talks to a different thing. So when we come back from a break, I'd love to hear a bit more about that. Okay. Cool. The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. I must say I feel deeply honored to have Bongaziwe Mabandla on the show and to have been able to play that track, Ukutandawena, uh, first time ever. I, I feel like I'm getting like a, I've got like sort of little goosey bumps um, and chicken skin on my arms because it's just, you to hear an artist shift gears, yeah. like to physically see and hear them shift gears in a track is quite something, eh? It's quite it's scary. Just, yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. I love it. I love it. You, you were saying that when you recorded the album, which is only mean, which is only going to be released in April, but yeah. the tracks will come out um, individually. But that when you recorded the album, it was during COVID. So yeah. um, Tiago was there in Maputo. Yeah. You were here in Joburg. Yeah. I mean, it does talk to the power of technology, but, but I wondered, how did you handle that? And did you, did you feel like you were missing something? Or Yeah, definitely. Um, it was super challenging because I think... Um, being together in the same room is is, is, yeah. is, is, is is something. And I guess during COVID, uh, we were trying out things, not knowing how they will work and if it will work. Yeah. It's like having a virtual concert. It's missing <laughs> something. So, yeah, this it was very challenging to make. And it had a lot of difficulties. And, um, yeah, um but um it's it's I'm happy that I finally got to to create something during yeah. that time and and to make something of that crazy time. Let's go back to those uh those titles i mean fire miracle yes. days yes. yeah D- does that act as sort of a suitcase for you like as a as an overarching yeah yeah um title which then talks to a theme talks to so. So the new album Days, what is that about time? Uh, that's it's about that's the previous album. I mean, oh, not I mean. Yes. What am I saying? The new album. What uh, is yes. that? Going? Are we being? Uh, do we have a title um, yet? Uh, we're still toying around with titles, but um, uh, then I'll speak about I mean, <clears throat> because the album was really about moments happening ah, moments. And, and specific. So when you collect the songs, those moments together, they create. The days, so that's how yeah. it became. Yeah, days. It does feel full. You were forged in fire. Yeah. The miracle that comes out of it, and yeah. the time that it takes yeah. to do yeah. it as well. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm scared we're going to run out of time, and I know that you have got your guitar. Yeah. And I just want us to. Yeah. You know, can we just? Can we? Yeah. Can we hear we something? Can. Yes. can we hear something? We can. Let me play something a bit short. Let me play one of my favorite songs from the Imini album. Yes. This is the song that everybody says. This is a song about me. And um, so let me. That is so, so, so unbelievably beautiful. Thank you. One of our listeners is saying you are an extraordinary talent. And he says I was first captivated um, 
by your music on YouTube, and then also saying that whenever I listen to Bogenziwa's voice, shoo, and then the, you know, that like weepy emoji, <laughs> it goes to a place way below the surface. And I think a lot of people probably feel that about your music Thank you. as well. What can we expect? April, an album. April, an album, a tour of the new album around SA. Um, Rumor has it you just want to go back to Paris, though. Yeah, there's a little bit of rumor. <laughs> Shh, this is not true. I hope the French are listening. Yeah, must, I hope the French are listening. A, like yeah, a yeah. special like offer. Yeah. yeah, to go and perform there again. Y yes, I love to. I perform there a lot, but you know, uh, always don't stay too long. And also, I have a new movie coming out with Balogi that I'm in. And some exciting news. Balogi, as in um, Congolese, Congolese, yeah, yes. musician. I'm in mean, his new film. Does he not hail from um, Lubumbashi originally? Yes, that's right. Yes. I, in fact, I think I've met him many years ago yeah. when I was in Lubumbashi. Yeah, yeah. He's a great photographer there as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, wow. we were shooting in DRC. Had an amazing time, first time in DRC. So yeah, some new visuals, some new music. A new tour. I know everyone's asking me when I'm performing uh, the tour. I think we kick off in Joburg around the 28th of April. Are you playing with a full band or are you playing? How's I'm that playing, working? Uh, I think uh, we have some few surprises and some new additional people. Mm. So I'm currently Keeping not sure. Very secretive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Diago, I think, is going to be part of that. Well, that'll make uh, for some great stuff as well. We do have to go, so I want to leave the last word to you. If you had to say to South Africans, what does it mean to be South African? What would you say? Difficult question. I guess, what does it mean? I mean, this is definitely the most beautiful place in the world and um, also with the most special, kindest people. And I think the message would be to love each other and to, yeah, love each other more. You make me proud to be a South African. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. 10 o'clock, time for the news. No longer good morning, now goodbye. Independent and impartial. 